Alrighty, hello and welcome back to Carpet Talk. We are joined again on this Saturday morning with our coffee and our rain and our dear friend Corinne via the internets. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we are excited to start this new, we're doing like a little three-part series on uh, Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. Um, Just something that we've been talking about lately and praying about and we're like, yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Just like that. Just like that. Sorry, you're, you're like all the way up on my headphones and you started talking. Oh, and good. I'm deaf for like yeah. 30 seconds. I also have a raspy voice because I have lost my voice yet again because of the youths at camp. But it's all good. It's all fun. Um, I, have a week I don't to lose my voice scooping ice cream. I just get really, really bad wrist pain. Yeah. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. Carpal tunnel, guys. All right. <laughs> I, know, anyway. I think that's the word. I might have made it up, but. Yeah, no, carpal tunnel exists. Hmm. Mm. Fair enough. Anyway. I've already finished my coffee, so I'm just sipping on the water now. Oh, that, that's sad. I'm not even halfway through my cup. Um, but I'm no. a slow drinker. So. I drink a, a Keurig big cup setting. Oh, okay. The dogs are here. <laughs> yeah. anyway we're gonna start okay um yeah so the um thing we're talking about first like emily said it's like a little mini series in a series um it's gonna be the way the truth and the life and um i think just a big theme for us in this podcast this this summer has been going back to like the root of like the simplicity of faith, but also the simplicity of living into our faith. Um, and one of the very basic teachings of the Lord is like when he points to himself and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and so when we talk about the way, I think a lot of, like, didn't, wasn't the, like the first Christians, like, didn't they, weren't they known as like the way? Wasn't this a thing? Am I making this up? I definitely remember hearing about that at some point in time where like this was like one of the, the biggest things the biggest messages about like the early church and I'm pretty sure you're right but yeah I think I learned it in like foundations of Catholicism or something but that was like three years ago so <laughs> if I'm wrong I'm really sorry but, but anyway not, so. <laughs> I might be you know I'm not infallible <laughs> um yeah this idea of like Jesus being the way is kind of hard to grasp sometimes because like he's a person so how can he also be the way you know like that sounds so ominous and like because he's god thank you for bringing your mic that close to your face <laughs> when you said that to whisper um no, no. But seriously yeah. when we were talking about it we were talking just about this idea that like jesus is the way because he gives us purpose um and he doesn't just give us purpose he gives every moment of our lives every action of our lives every goal of our lives purpose because he places before us what we were created for and that's heaven yeah, I, I think it's really interesting how each word of this little, you know, of this phrase is so packed and so loaded with meaning where there, there are like 9,000 different ways to interpret it. And as soon as we started talking, it was like, yeah, purpose. And I'm like, it, I, for me, it's a reminder that heaven's not far off, that it's not this unreachable, unattainable thing. Um, like we talk we've talked about like titles for Jesus and like my favorite thing that he's ever called is Emmanuel, like God with us. And with it, it's he's God with us until the end. 
that his parting words to the disciples are that I, I am with you until the end of time. And because we're obviously still living in time, like that's something that comes to us too. And that he's with us until the end of time. And for me, like that's the reminder that he is the way and that it's him who brings heaven down and who brings us up to heaven. And it's a continuous thing. And that's the hope for us is like, because it's continuous, we're included in that and we're brought into that every day. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just love, I love, I love the little, I love the little, <laughs> thanks, it's like, it's my, um, my bridge, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, I love when Emily and I get to talk about these things because we are so close, yet it's such a beautiful thing to see how different our minds work, but how complementary the complementarity of our thoughts because when she was talking when we were talking before this and she was saying like yeah like jesus being the way reminds me that heaven is attainable um i was just thinking about the apostles and like what they probably thought when he said like i am the way the truth and life like i wonder if he followed that up with anything like (laughs) scripture doesn't really give us like the dialogue that happened afterwards um but I, I wonder what it was like to just sit with that and to sit with this idea that like this person before us, like this man before us is telling us like he is the way that he has like the blueprint to how things are supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And all I have to do is ask him. Like all I have to do is ask. He doesn't. Kurt, um... are you crocheting? <laughs> I'm just watching oh, her. Oh, yep, she is. All right, I'm just watching her in the background of the Zoom, and she's like stringing things out. I'm like, ma'am, what is happening? Anyway. She's making a blanket in the middle of summer. Like, it's genuinely like 85 degrees where you are right now, and she's making a blanket. Remember when she texted us the other day to tell us that it was 100 degrees in her house? Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, and she decided to make a blanket. Anyway, whatever. No. Um, I love no, thinking but... about, yeah, thinking about okay. like the things that led up to you know, something that Jesus said or even the things that came after it because there are things that I say sometimes and I'm just like, I I just need to like shut up and think about that and like listen to the silence after it. And there are things that other people say that do the exact same thing. And I, I feel like that was one of the things of like, we have the conversation leading up to it where he's like, you know the way back to heaven. Like, you know the way to the father. And St. Thomas is like, but like, what is it? Um, Shout out to St. Thomas on his feast day. We were recording on his feast day and we really are digging into his. That's us sometimes where it's just like, tell me how. Like, I I get what you're saying, but like, I want to know the nitty gritty. Um, I want you to spell it out for me. Keelan, I have a phrase where it's like, explain it to me like I'm four years old. (laughs) It's just like a nice way of saying like, dumb it down, please. (laughs) But like, we have what leads up to it. And Jesus just looks at me. He's like, no, I am the way. And Isn't that, that like also just, like, so sec- like such a security blanket? I feel yeah. like sometimes, um, I <laughs> I just always remember going to Austria and going to this English class. We talk about it a lot, but <laughs> Epic and the Person, like there were a lot of things that were said that was like if someone like when we were reading Dante, right? And and he's like walking through the levels of hell, and and his little guide is like saying things to him, and he's like looking and being like, I, I genuinely like you're not speaking English. <laughs> And I was also sitting in that class and being like, you are not speaking English. Um, but just think about that. Like Jesus doesn't, I, he just says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Like there's nothing more. It's just those three words. And it's because he knows like our human hearts are going to want to go into that. Like they're going to, he gives us three things because he doesn't want us to stray. 
right? He doesn't want to overcomplicate things. He says it as it is, and he gives us the very basics of what we need to know because when we focus on those basics, he can fill in the cracks and he can Mm -hmm. fill in the gaps as they come. That's very much like the Catholicism explained it to me like I'm four. And he's like, as long (laughs) as you have me, you have everything you need. Mm -hmm. Like, if you if you know Jesus, like you are walking in the way, and if you, Corinne just said something, and I'm trying to read the words and like also think my (laughs) own words, and it's just not happening. She's so cute. I love her dearly. Um, she just said she wants to put in that Father Mike Schmitz. (laughs) Now she goes, ignore me. I'm sorry. No, Corinne was talking about how like Father Mike mentioned in one of his homilies that the way, the truth, and life are fulfilled in the Eucharist. And it's once again, like, Jesus is present in the Eucharist. And so it makes sense that the two line up. Anyway, um, he's saying, like, when you have me, you have everything. When you have me, you're walking in the way. When you have me, you're, you know the truth. And when you have me, you're living life fully, correctly, and living it for heaven. Right. I, um, I don't read scripture as much as I should. I'm just going to be honest, really, really honest. But at our nursing dedication um, in the spring, we like walked in and there were what looked like textbooks at each one of our little places. And I remember walking in and being like, are you kidding me? Like, this isn't funny. <laughs> You're like, congratulations, is- more school. Yeah, like, congratulations. You made it halfway, more than halfway through. Here's another textbook. Um <laughs> And I couldn't decide whether I wanted to be excited that I didn't have to pay for a textbook or just like mourn the fact that there was going to be another textbook on my shelf. Um, but then I sat down and I looked over and it was the Word on Fire Bibles. Like they got <laughs> each of us a Word on Fire Bible. And then I felt really bad because um, I was like, pitying. I assumed that they gave us a textbook, but they just wanted to be nice and give us like the Gospels. Um, and as I was just talking to my family after dedication, um, we were we were – looking at it and I was telling them the story about how I thought this was a textbook and they didn't think it was as funny as I did so <laughs> ripped to me but anyway um no one ever like does no yeah no one ever thinks I'm as funny as I think I am <laughs> my humility trip every day um uh but seriously I I love nursing and I love what nursing is and the ability to step into someone's suffering with them, right? Regardless if that is a terminal suffering or a like an acute suffering, I just love that aspect of this vocation that I've been called to. Um, but there are some times when it just feels like there's no way out. Like there is no way I'm going to be able to walk away from this patient and um, not bring it home or, you know, walk away from this patient and actually help them. And as I was talking to my my parents, my mom was like, it's just a beautiful thing that they gave you the Gospels. Like they didn't overcomplicate it. They didn't hand you an entire Bible. They didn't hand you this entire like manuscript. Like they just handed you the Gospels because as beautiful as the Old Testament is, as, you know, awesome as the letters that the apostles wrote after the resurrection are, like they want you to dig into the way, the truth, and the life. Like they want you to dig in to those four books in the Bible where it is solely Jesus Christ and solely his mission. And on those days when you walk out of a patient's room and you're like, I, there's no way, like all you have to do is go and pick up that Bible and like read the words the Lord gave you, because that is going to be the strength that you need. Um, and I was just kind of in awe of that, that response because I'd never thought of it like that, you know, and just 
looking at anyone's life, you know, we walk into these things and I think a very common thing people say is like, there is no way I say it all the time, like, <laughs> but there is like Jesus Christ is the way. And if, and if we are truly Catholic and we are, you know, devoted to him and in love with him, like we should never use that phrase that there is no way because he came and he gave that mm. very line and he gave us his very life to show us like, I am the way there is a way. And you need to believe in that. Like you need to trust mm. me in that. Yeah. It's like this stupid meme that, um, that like <laughs> went around a long time ago, of, like Jesus sitting underneath the tree with like all the kids. And it's, he was like, you're not then, going there. Are then you? He was like, then I said, I am the way. And then he was like, no way. And I was like, Yahweh. <laughs> I love what you're saying about like, <laughs> the gospels are everything because everything flows to them and everything flows from them because like all of scripture is the word of the Lord, but like the gospels are the words of our Lord. Um, and yeah, I, one of my favorite things to pray with and pray about is just the humanity of Jesus and that well, he, well, he is God and like he humbled himself so much to live the human life. So much so that he wouldn't just like teach us what to do, but he would show us how to do it. Um, and so he's the way because he, you know, builds our bridge back to back to heaven. But he's the way and how to live this life because he shows us what to do and how to do it well. Um, like there's not a single, like working at camp, like I'm, I've spent weeks just reminding the kids that like Jesus was a kid too. Like everything that you are dealing with or could deal with, he saw too. Like he he wrestled with the death of loved ones. He wrestled with um, finding his place in the world as a young person. Like we, there's so many things that were not told in the scriptures, but like are facts of life that he absolutely dealt with. Um, and so this message of love and this life of love that he preaches and he calls us to, like that is the way. And he doesn't, Honestly, like, that's my favorite part about being Catholic is that we have a God who does it with us and doesn't just sit on his throne in heaven and go, yes, no, you did it wrong. Like, a um, slight British accent. It's a scene from John Mulaney, but like, <laughs> if you know, you know, Mick Jagger, whatever. Um, he doesn't just sit at us from a distance and like judge us and point and say, no, you did it wrong. He says, okay, yeah. But let me let me do it with you. Let me show you how to do it. Um, a priest one time, I, I'm pretty sure it's Father Mike, but like I was just listening to a talk, and he goes, "Our God is not afraid to get his hands dirty." Um, and I heard that when I was in high school and just dealing with the mess of life for the first time, like figuring out how to get through it. And I was like, "Man, I really wish I just had someone doing this with me." And I heard. A priest say like God is not afraid to get his hands messy. He's not afraid to do the dirty work. And I was like, great, because I'm sitting in a pile of mud, and I don't know what to do. And he was like, dude, Christ isn't with you. Yeah, I um, I agree. This summer has been a really big time of just digging into, like, being friends with the Lord, you know, and mm. not just being His follower, but being His friend. Um, and I I think so much of how because I, I have been reading scripture in the last few weeks because I go to mass every day. So technically I'm not reading it like the like the lector's reading it to me, which is okay. nice. It's, it's um, all the same thing. 
whatever, whatever. Um, but no, seriously, I, I just think about what, you know, like this was, I think sometimes we think that scripture is this big abstract thing that like I can't understand because I don't know the language of the Bible. But in all actuality, like every conversation that was recorded in scripture is Jesus talking to his friends. Um, it's not him giving these big proclamations like he, he is, but he's doing it in a way that he's talking to his friends about it. Um, and that just really strikes me because he could have come and he could have said, I'm the way. And then he could have, you know, written some huge book of rules or, you know, had this huge, like, I don't know. And he didn't, he came and he died on a cross. Like that was, that was his way. His way was to literally die for his friends and to die for those who he loved. Um, and what, like, if my life doesn't model that, why I'm not worthy of being called a Catholic or even, you know, a follower of Christ. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we just need the reminder that he, Jesus was just the hometown kid from Nazareth. Like, the, there's the one line in scripture where they're like, could anything good come out of Nazareth? Like, he was literally this punk kid from a small town and um everybody was like what what are you gonna be like what's gonna come what good could come of you and he's like "Mm, just you wait um (laughs) and i think that just the reminder of um he came and he lived a small life like us so that he could live life with us um and that's the most that's such a comforting thing and it's also such an encouraging thing of when you feel that stagnantness, no, when you feel that complacency creeping up and you're like, I'm lost. Um, I feel like that's a huge thing that kind of keeps people still and keeps them from progressing is it's not even like, it's not something that comes from within them. It's just, I'm lost. And that's something that's kind of forgotten of sometimes you're not growing, not because you don't want to, but because you don't know how to. Um, to not let yourself be held down by that but to reach out to the one who is the way to the one who promised himself to us and gives himself again every day as um, as an answer as a road home I think there's (laughs) welcome to our podcast about complacency Um, (laughs) but seriously I don't think we can what it means to have Jesus be the way unless we meet him every single day and not just as this big supreme godhead but literally as the person who walks next to us beside us in front of us behind us within us if we don't give him those 15 minutes my I just recently heard that like 15 minutes of prayer is justice to God that's not even love of God like that's what he's that's what he deserves because he's God um And how many of us don't give 15 minutes? Like how many of us actually sit down and distractions away, everything away, mess in front of him, give him those 15 minutes? I can honestly say there's been days when I've maybe given him 45 seconds because my day is so quote unquote busy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But there is no way to get through my days unless I give him what is owed to him. And that is 15 minutes of just not only praying with him, but like meeting him as my friend, as the Jesus who came to be the way that got me back to heaven. And if we're not doing that, if we're not finding those 15 minutes, regardless if it's 
15 in one second or in one sitting or five here, five there, we are always going to be complacent to this idea of him being the friend who walks us on the way home. Mm-hmm. So always the answer is to pray. Um, mm-hmm. That's literally the solution to everything because if Jesus Christ is the answer, talking to him is the method. But I, I guess the complacency check here is for the next week, like for the next week, at least stop looking to yourself as your own way. Stop trying to be your own savior um, as subconsciously as you're doing it because when I say you, I'm talking to myself. Um, but there are so many times where I'm, I look at myself and I say, all right, how am I going to get myself out of this? Or how am I going to fix this? It's just look to Jesus as the way and lean into that and lean less on your own understanding and your own perception of things and more into his. Yes and amen. <laughs>